Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of God, the most beneficent, the most merciful. All thanks and praise is due to God. We seek God's help and forgiveness. We seek refuge in God from the evil within ourselves and the consequences of our evil deeds. Whoever God guides will never be led astray, and whoever God leads astray will never find guidance. I bear witness that there is no God but God, alone without any partners, and I bear witness that Muhammad is God's servant and God's messenger. You who believe, be mindful of God as is God's due, and make sure you devote yourself to God to your dying moment. Quran chapter 3102. Assalamu sisters, peace be upon you all. Just a quick announcement that our babysitter um, had an unfortunate accident on the way. So we don't have babysitting available today, but please send your prayers to her and I'm, I think she's fine. But keep the prayers going. So before I start, I invite you to take a deep breath with me. Thank you. So I have three intentions behind asking you why to take that deep breath with me. First is for you to get centered and present in this moment by feeling your own breath. Second is to really remind ourselves how essential it really is to intentionally choose the breaths that we take and what to do with those breaths. And third, most importantly, it is to give myself an extra moment to pass through my nervousness of doing a khutbah. So thank you for joining me in this prayer, I mean, in this uh, breath. Choose what we do and how we do it every moment, with every intention, with every invitation, with every decision, every day. Your intention is what drives you and your choices. What is your intention with breathing, with being alive, with worshiping Allah? My intention with this deep breath was to surrender. Surrender to my intention to seek Allah's pleasure by inshallah adding value to this gathering. Surrender to any part of me that fears imperfection, judgment, or failure, or just surrender, right? To surrender. These are challenging, polarizing, violent, difficult times. There is racism, there is discrimination, there are stereotypes, ugly ones, there is fear-mongering, and these challenges exist within our Muslim community and outside, as we have to now face more questions and more stares than ever before. How do we respond? What do we do? How do we say? What do we not say? Well, the theme for today is to, as it always should be, is to look back to our Quran for guidance. O mankind, indeed, we created you from a male and a female, and we made you nations and tribes that you may know one another. Indeed, the most noble of you near Allah is the most righteous of you. 
Indeed, Allah is all-knower, all-aware. Quran chapter 49, verse 13. This is a commonly quoted verse from the Quran, uh, suggesting that the differences amongst us is intentional. We created you the same origin, male and female, but then were separated into nations and tribes. We are different so that we get to know one another. But what does it really mean to get to know one another? What did it take for that stranger to now, that over time has now become your best friend? What does it take to stay connected with your best friend? Knowing someone takes time, love, effort, intentionality, patience. I have to have a willingness and an openness to get to know you. It is this willingness that helps me to listen to you, to be patient with you, and to share myself with you too. But practically speaking, it makes no sense to say, make friends with the person who's hurting you, who's judging you, who's stereotyping you. Get to know that person. Hello, right? The last thing I want to do is walk into the lion's den. But here's the thing. If I am not willing to make the effort to get to know you, then how can I expect you to make that effort to get to know me? And the truth is that a lot of the differences, not all, but a lot of the differences that exist between us are because we don't truly know each other. Needless to say, we must take care of ourselves and be safe. But beyond that, we must be willing to get to know one another. If God intentionally created us into different nations and tribes, made us different with the purpose so we get to know one another, there must be good in it. That must be at least one of the answers to our problems. I say what I have said, may God forgive us all. Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks are to God alone. Indeed, the most noble of you near Allah is the most righteous of you. Indeed, Allah is all-knower, all-aware. It's the same last part of the same verse I said before. It cannot be a coincidence that the idea of righteousness directly follows the call to get to know one another. Could it be that the call to get to know one another is for those of us who aspire to be the most noble in the eyes of God. Could it be that being righteous is the way to being the most noble? God is indeed all-knowing and all-aware. He knows best, but to me, this makes sense. I find it interesting that across um, many English translations of this one verse, the first part of the verse is pretty much the same. We created you into nations and tribes so you may get to know one another. But however, the second part of the verse varies from translator to translator. I wanted to see what guidance the Quran has to teach me what it means to be righteous. So as an experiment, instead of looking at the many different verses that are in the Quran about righteousness, 
I looked into all the different translations of that same verse. I was looking for two things. First, what does it take to get to know one another? And two, what does it mean to be righteous? So here is a list of all the different translations of the same part of the verse that speaks to who it is that is the most noble and closest to Allah. So you are the most noble and closest to Allah if you are the most righteous. You're mostly deeply conscious of God. It's the best in conduct, most careful of his duty, the most devout, the one who fears God most, who performs his duty best, is most mindful of God, who keeps Allah in mind and acquaints his heart with wisdom and regards Allah with breastfeeding with reverential awe, is most God-fearing of you, he who has more integrity, one with the most taqwa, God-consciousness, the one best in piety, righteousness, and reverence for God, the most God-weary among you, most pious, the one who lives most upright, who is more obedient amongst you, those of you having most self-control. God is all-knowing, is all-aware, but I hope you got something out of this list. First, what it takes to get to know one another, and two, to be righteous and be close to Allah. It takes us to be pious, to be God-conscious, to be God-fearing, to be best in conduct, have integrity, self-control, hold reverence for God, perform our duty, be devout, and be mindful. That is what it takes to be righteous. The Quran is certainly filled with guidance, and it is not hard to follow this guidance, to be righteous. It is not hard. What is hard is the decision to choose righteousness in the moment of pain, anger, frustration, despair, rejection, betrayal, confusion. It is not hard to be noble. It is not. It is hard to choose being noble when the other seems to be anything but noble. That is the test. It is not hard to forgive. It is hard to choose forgiveness when your own heart is crying. In other words, making the choice to stay committed to being righteous and God-conscious, that is the true test. That can be hard. But there is good news. There is a way to even make those hard parts easy. Want to know how? Yay. First, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath often and be intentional with your, with your breathing. This will help you to be God conscious. Our breaths aren't just what keeps us physically alive and operating. The breath, a deep intentional breath, is also a way to bring our spirit alive. So choose a alive spirit. Stay closely connected to what is truly important to you. And remind yourself often of what you have real faith in. 
remembering what you have faith in and acting on faith with faith is being righteous. In that moment of difficulty, when you choose your faith in God over your fears and frustrations, you choose having faith in his mercy, having faith in your ability, in yourself, to choose what is pleasing to God. Inshallah, that is being God conscious. I end with the dua. God commands justice, doing good and generosity towards relatives, and God forbids what is shameful, blameworthy, and oppressive. God teaches you so that you may take heed. May you and I and all of us remember to be intentional with every breath and find the strength, the wisdom, the patience, and the courage, courage to choose righteousness. Amen.